We are a nation of regulations, living under rules made by fools, tools, and jadrules. But have no fear, raw law is here. We'll get to the topic in half a tick, but first, a rather dull but absolutely necessary disclaimer. Ready? Here it comes. The information in this podcast is for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening, you understand that there is no attorney-client relationship between you and the podcaster. The information provided in this podcast should not be used as the substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state. Be aware that laws change. Cases set new precedents, and each judge has his own bias in applying and enforcing the law. If you have a legal problem which deals with the subjects covered in this podcast, obtain the counsel of an experienced attorney in your jurisdiction that is familiar with the subject matter of your situation. Greetings and welcome to Episode 6 of Raw Law, Reverse Gear where we'll discuss the basics of reverse mortgages. Senior citizens, and in the case of reverse mortgages, we're talking over the age of 62, sometimes may find themselves long in years and short on cash flow to support themselves in their golden years. Those over 62 might, and I emphasize might, want to consider using some of the equity in their personal residence to provide either a lump sum or monthly income to support them in these difficult economic times. So first off, this is for homeowners 62 years of age and over. Unlike the regular mortgage in the case of the reverse mortgage, the homeowner receives money, either in a lump sum or in monthly installments, without having to currently pay principal and interest back. In other words, the bank pays them instead of them paying the bank. Of course, the bank is basing the payments on a number of factors, including the amount of equity the homeowner has in the residence. Really important to remember is the homeowner must be able to pay and to avoid a default in the reverse mortgage, timely pay, the insurance, taxes, and if there are any homeowners association dues. Have to pay that currently. Part of the application process is an evaluation of your ability to pay those costs. Further, a reserve for the payment of these expenses might be required by the bank, which will cut into your monthly payments. Remember also, this is not a Christmas present from your bank. The equity in your home is being consumed by the payments. And there are circumstances, which we'll go into shortly, when the mortgage must be paid off and have no doubt eventually it must be paid. The mortgage will be due when the last qualifying homeowner dies or the house is sold or the owners cease to occupy the residence as their primary residence. After the death of the last qualifying owner-occupant, the estate usually has six months to sell a residence, although this may be extended by the bank if the house is being actively marketed. If you are contemplating a reverse mortgage, you must shop around. Points are charged by the lender, and this varies from lender to lender. A point is 1% of the loan amount, and reverse mortgages can be a big profit maker for private lenders and the mortgage loan officers that sell them. So shop for the least expensive deal as far as points and other fees. That TV ad with the smiling celebrity that has an actor extolling the virtues of a reverse mortgage gives you an 800 number to call. That when called, your call is live fed to a room full of mortgage loan officers 
ready and willing to qualify you for reverse mortgage, and they might not be the best deal around for you, so again, shop around. Be aware that the more money you are paid, the more of your equity in the house is consumed. The bank is charging interest, of course, and that and the principal of the loan will be paid off in the future. Many reverse mortgages have variable interest rates, which means they could go up. Now, anybody old enough to qualify for a reverse mortgage remembers the mortgage crisis of the final third of the first decade of the 21st century, when many houses were underwater, or in other words, were worth less than the existing mortgage on the property. They had a negative equity. Fortunately, with respect to reverse mortgage, you don't have to worry about that because this is a non-recourse loan, which in plain English means your heirs or you will not owe more than the value of your home, even if the house is underwater at the time of the repayment. There are three types of reverse mortgages. The first is the single-purpose reverse mortgage, not offered everywhere, but offered to lower and middle-income borrowers. This loan is usually used for home repair or improvement and is the least expensive of these types of mortgages. Often these are offered by government entities or nonprofit agencies. The second type is what's known as a proprietary reverse mortgage, which are offered by private for-profit companies, which means they are operating for profit, and while you might get more from them, they might also cost you more to obtain. Someone has to pay those operators that are standing by. Actually, they have to be licensed mortgage loan officers in the state in which the mortgages are being offered. The third type of reverse mortgage is the Home Equity Conversion Mortgage, or HECM. And this type of reverse mortgage, which is federally insured and backed by HUD, the Housing and Urban Development Agency. The second and third type of reverse mortgages may be used for any purpose. The amount you can get for your reverse mortgage is dependent upon your age, the amount of equity in your home, current interest rates, and as mentioned before, your ability to pay those other carrying costs on the home, insurance, taxes, and if relevant, homeowner association dues. For the HECM and for some proprietary mortgages, loan counseling is a prerequisite to ensure that the prospective borrower understands costs, expenses, and the process of obtaining the reverse mortgage. Be aware that there usually is a maximum of 60% of the loan proceeds that might be taken by the borrower in the first year. And don't forget there are payment options, lump sum, monthly payments for a certain time, or monthly payments while the borrowers fulfill all the conditions of the reverse mortgage. Most reverse mortgages come with a three-day right of rescission, which means you can cancel a loan within three business days after the closing of the loan. The closing day doesn't count. The rescission must be in writing sent by certified mail. And after that, the lender has 20 days to refund any money spent in pursuit of that mortgage. For a good summary about reverse mortgages, Google considering a reverse mortgage. Skip past the ads that come up first and go to the government consumer finance site. Okay, ciao for now. And if you like what you're learning, tell your friends to tune into the Raw Law Podcast. At least two episodes per week. Our next episode will cover basics of refinancing a mortgage, and that is useful to homeowners of all ages. Tell your friends. See you there, and thanks for listening to Raw Law. Remember also that if you want to be notified of upcoming episodes, send an email to rawlawinfo at gmail.com with the subject matter of Sign Me Up. You have been listening to Raw Law. 
Join our mailing list and be notified when a new podcast is available. Send email to rawlawinfo at gmail.com and put sign me up in the subject line. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, if you'd like more information about these subjects of defending yourself in eviction court in the time of COVID, go to Amazon Kindle and order Tenant Survival Guide in the Time of COVID-19 Strategies to Stay Where You Are. If you don't have the Kindle app on your device, it's a free download from Amazon.